Hello and welcome to Crossview Radio, a weekly podcast for Wayne County. I'm John Marino, pastor of Crossview Church in Orville. We exist to glorify God by exalting Christ and magnifying the gospel for the joy of all nations. Today we're going to be talking about preaching, and I'm going to use a term that I think is often misunderstood, but a term that I think is necessary and important And, of course, that's expository preaching. Now, I think that there are a lot of people who hear this term and immediately images of long, boring academic lectures with no meaning in the real world come to their mind. They imagine these pastor lecturers standing up in front of them, parsing Greek and Hebrew words to no end and failing to progress past one or two verse or or words for their entire hour-long sermon. I've heard expository preaching uh, caricatured as being too complicated for the average person sitting in the pew, and we simply just need to, to, to simplify our preaching so that people can understand. And I don't think this is a biblical view of preaching, and certainly there are uh, those who claim to preach expositionally and yet would distort that. However, uh, we do happen to have an example of what expository preaching looks like in the book of Nehemiah. Now, if you remember, uh, Ezra is reading the law to the people in Nehemiah 8. And then in verse 8 of chapter 8, we have this statement. They read from the book, from the law of God clearly, and they gave the sense so that the people understood the reading. And then later on, if we continue reading in that passage, uh, what we'll learn is that the people uh, apply this text of Scripture, uh, of, of the law, to their lives. And so we really have this simple formula for expository preaching. It says, read the text, explain the text, apply the text. Dr. Steve Lawson reminds us, he says, expository preaching informs the mind, ignites the heart, and impels the will. This really is the pattern for preaching the word, but we live in a culture where the church has really veered from this in favor of pragmatic preaching. And so, uh, what, what, what do we see now? We see that the length of the sermon has decreased and that everybody, you know, wants a witty sermon title and a cute little sermon series. And preaching today, honestly, is more like a self-help seminar than a message from the Bible. Now, here's the problem with that. And with any form of preaching other than expository preaching, the problem is when you do that, you substitute God's word for man's fallible ideas. We should not be surprised by this because the Bible itself tells us this will happen. 2 Timothy chapter 4, verses 1 through 4, I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead, and by his appearing in his kingdom, preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season. Reprove, rebuke, and exhort with complete patience and teaching. For the time is coming, listen to this, for the time is coming when people will not endure sound teaching, but having itching ears, they will accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own passions and will turn away from listening to the truth and wander off into myths. This is happening in the church. When your pastor preaches, how closely does he stick to the text of Scripture? Does he read it and then ignore it for the remainder of the passage? Does he even, or for the remainder of the message, uh, does he even uh, read it at all? 
if he is not getting his points and his message from the text of Scripture, he's not preaching. He may be talking, he may be motivating, he may be giving a presentation, but if he isn't tied to Scripture, he isn't preaching. John Stott once said, if it's not expository, it's not preaching. Now, that sounds like a bold statement, and yet I'm willing to stick by it. This does not mean... Okay, hear what I'm saying here. This does not mean that you cannot preach topically, okay? But that your topical preaching must be topical exposition. There's a difference between that and what people normally think of when they think of topical preaching. If you want to preach on a topic, that's great. But make sure that you're not proof texting, but that you're actually allowing the meaning of the text to flow out of the biblical text. When you are um, preaching topically and you're looking at multiple different passages in Scripture, you need to be accurately expositing those multiple passages as you go throughout your message. If you really are preaching, you are going to step on toes and you're going to be offensive. Because biblical preaching wages war on human desires. That's just the nature of it. Biblical preaching will correctly categorize the human soul as an enemy of God that hates God. Biblical preaching correctly categorizes the human condition as never seeking God. Now, with that in the correct place, all of a sudden we begin to see how urgent the need of Christ becomes. I don't need to be improved by Jesus. I need to be redeemed. There's a difference. And modern self-help preaching is more like a baseball coach that's trying to improve his team than a pastor who's trying to shepherd his flock. Uh, I read one time uh, a statement that really helps me uh, as I uh, put together uh, my uh, sermons for our church. Uh, And it said something along the lines of this. If a good Roman Catholic or a good Mormon could listen to your sermon and wouldn't disagree with anything in it, there's a problem. You're not really preaching because if you're preaching from the Bible, you're going to preach distinctively Christian, not mere moralism, not mere self-help advice. And so you've got to preach in such a way that if a faithful Roman Catholic or a faithful Mormon would sit down, they would say, oh, I don't agree with that because it would chafe against what they're teaching. You will not appreciate grace until you understand the depths of your own depravity. I tell our people all the time at our church uh, these, two, these two phrases here, view of God, view of self. View of God, view of self. You cannot skip over the uncomfortable parts of the Bible and only preach grace, because there's no context to understanding the grace. God is at work humbling man. Isaiah 2.11 says this, The haughty looks of man shall be brought low, and the lofty pride of men shall be humbled, and the Lord alone will be exalted in that day. Biblical preaching will do the undesirable, uncomfortable task of humbling men and women and exalting Christ. Now, while we're here... I'd also like to say that I think that the meat and potatoes of preaching ought not only um, obviously be expository preaching, but sequential expository preaching. In other words, we're working through books of the Bible in the order that God uh, gave the text to us. I do think, as I mentioned before, you can do expository topical preaching. I'm not uh, knocking that per se here. I 
have personally done that myself, and I think that that's helpful in understanding topics and things. Um, but I think that the main course should be sequential. And one of the reasons for that is we actually already alluded to this a minute ago, uh, but what it does in part is that it prevents us from skipping over uncomfortable parts of the Bible. If you pick a book, we're in, in the Gospel of Mark right now as a church, if you pick a book and you work through that, you are forced to go through the uncomfortable parts of it. Uh, preachers that only preach topical messages are rarely controversial, even though the Bible itself is very controversial. Unless you are preaching in sequential exposition, most likely what you're doing, whether you realize it or not, most likely what you're doing is you are shielding yourself from controversy, falling into the snare of Proverbs 29, 25, which says that the fear of man lays a snare. And so I'm now, uh, if, if all I do is preach topically, what I can do is pick and choose and, oh, this is offensive or this is controversial or this is, um, you know, bothersome to, to this person. And so now I can skip around and only uh, teach the quote unquote encouraging parts of scripture um, and skip over all the other stuff that, that I don't like. Expository preaching, though, is more than just a matter of embracing controversy. What's more fundamental in this issue is the issue of authority and the integrity of Scripture itself. One individual has said uh, this, quote, Why expository preaching? Because God knows what his people need better than you do, end quote. I, I think this statement right here really sums up this entire podcast today. Why expository preaching? Because God knows what his people need better than you do. Every time a pastor gets into his pulpit to preach, he is either going to do one of two things. Either he's going to preach God's word or he's going to preach his own ideas. I would tremble to stand at the judgment and be the preacher who declares his own self-help ideas to his congregation. Pastors, stick to the text of Scripture. It has not lost its relevance. A rejection, therefore, of expository preaching is, in fact, a rejection of the Word of God itself. Your preaching style, or the preaching style of your church that you attend, is a reflection of what you believe about an even deeper issue, namely, the authority of the text of Scripture itself. You want to know what a church thinks of the Bible? Look no further than its preaching. Ultimately, preaching is an authority issue. And if you have to come up with cute little sermon series that have catchy little sayings and give mere lip service to the text of Scripture, then you're making a declaration of what you believe about the Bible. And isn't that very good? Your belief about the Bible trickles down into every category possible. Your belief about the Bible affects your preaching. It affects your counseling. It affects your apologetics. It affects your parenting. It affects your marriage, dot, 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 etc., People cannot be <clears throat> spiritually sustained for any lengthy period of time on half-baked sermons. They will be spiritually starved. What is authoritative in your church? Is it the Bible or is it the opinions of the pastor? If you preach weak, shallow sermons, you will have people in your church who are spiritually weak and shallow. Steve Lawson reminds us, um, to, to quote him once more here, he says, quote, no church will rise higher than its pulpit, end quote. 
no church will rise higher than its pulpit. That is a convicting truth for any pastor. Pastors, let's not take our call to preach the word lightly. And Christians, are you in a church that faithfully preaches the word regardless of the consequences? There are not many left today, unfortunately. There are a lot of pastors and a lot of pulpits saying a lot of things, but how many of them are preaching the word? Pastors, preach the word. And Christian, commit yourself to a church that does. Thanks for listening to Crossview Radio. I'm John Marino, pastor of Crossview Church in Orville. We meet Sundays at 10 a.m. at the Orville YMCA. To find out more about Crossview Church, visit us online at crossvieworville.com. Crossview Radio.